Alright. It is. Yes, it is. The Rob Zakari Show. Yes, it is. Rob Zakari Show. And we are, of course, live. So, I wanted to talk to you, my friends, my pals. Okay? You guys are my pals. My pallies. This uh, controversy. That's what I call it. This controversy. And this controversy being... Jesse Waters over on Fox. Now, I read this story today, okay? And I said, do, should I um, should I talk about it? Because I'm going to um, bring up liberals and how uh, there's no bigger hypocrites in this world than liberals like over the top hypocrites like you can't get uh, bigger of a hypocrite than liberals I said to, to you know is, isn't this going to be something that we do all the time but the more I kept reading stories about the Jesse Waters situation, the more I got enraged, infuriated, like beyond, like beyond pissed off. And I said, okay, all right. Fine. We're going to have to talk about it. Now. Jesse Waters. Is. No different. Okay. Well actually let, let's reverse. So. Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Is a. Political entertainment show. Now, I'm not real sure. Um, what is it in the liberal world of we're right about everything, our opinions, our 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 relationships, our hair, our everything. We could do. No wrong. Everything that we stand for, everything that we are is correct, is perfect, is the way America should be. Now, when I watch Bill O'Reilly, or Sean Hannity for that matter, but let's stick to O'Reilly, I see Samantha B. I see Bill Maher. I see Stephen Colbert. I see... Hollywood. Bill O'Reilly is not 60 Minutes. Bill O'Reilly is not straight news. Bill O'Reilly is a political show. 
Bill O'Reilly is no different than what Trevor Noah is. Matter of fact, all of the shows that are on now that the left gets all orgasmic about are nothing more than liberal ripoffs of Bill O'Reilly. I mean, Stephen Colbert's entire persona, his entire shtick, what made him famous, what made him a millionaire, what put him on late night TV on CBS was imitating Bill O'Reilly. So when you watch Trevor Noah and before Trevor Noah, John Stewart, Samantha B, Bill Maher, the list goes on. They're all doing political humor except on the left. They're all doing it. And they all do very, very edgy stuff. Now, remember what I've said countless times. The left doesn't deem things edgy or wrong or risque or blue or controversial if they agree with it. So, example, when Stephen Colbert does a bit and on network television draws the swastika and connects it to Donald Trump, the left has no problem with that humor. They have no problem with using a symbol that represented the murder of 7 million Jews in horrific, and I mean horrific, horrific ways to die. Skinned alive, surgery with no anesthesia, Drowning. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And to cavalierly denigrate how historic impactual horrific all of the things that we equate the Holocaust and World War II and Nazi Germany and Jews and Auschwitz and to basically throw that imagery and and comparison to Donald Trump is really disgusting. Because the left agrees with it, then the millions and millions and millions and millions of people that are offended by it are wrong. So, as long as the Daily Beast, as long as Andrew Carell... K-I-R-E-L-L. The senior editor at the Daily Beast, who's also a singer-songwriter. As long as he agrees 
with the Nazi reference, then, hey, it's completely fine. So shows like Colbert or Bill Maher I mean, watch episode of Bill Maher. He's on tonight. Watch some of the stuff he says. Rather, it's about Trump or Republicans. Or people that support Trump. SNL portraying Trump supporters as being nothing more than a bunch of Ku Klux Klaners. But again, because the left agrees with this, then it's not a big deal. Matter of fact, it's applauded. I mean, we talked about this, what, a week ago? Or I should say, I think Monday? Every, every, every media outlet Basically, using the left's favorite words, shamed and bullied Saturday Night Live into doing what they did. And I'm not saying they wouldn't have done it, but every media outlet basically put Saturday Night Live on notice and said, you better do your job. Enough of humanizing Donald Trump. You better go after him. You better light him up. You better belittle. I mean, rather it was the Daily Beast or the Huffington Post. The list goes on and on and on. It was, hey, Saturday Night Live, if you don't do this, we're going to be mad at you. Again, on the left, their views their actions, everything they do is right. Everything they do. So Bill O'Reilly is a political show but it's comedy it's entertainment it's not a news program it is what Noah and Colbert and Samantha B and the rest of them all copied plain and simple plain and simple so O'Reilly has a guy on there named Jesse Waters. And he does a thing where he goes, this is Waters' world. And that's like his little tagline. But he does the man on the street thing. So he goes and interviews people. Rather, it's celebrities or just uh, random individuals. Uh, that are walking around. I've watched him do the spring break uh, type of stuff where he goes and interviews, you know, chicks in bikinis, guys drinking beers, wearing Speedos about politics. Do you know who the president is? Do you know who the vice president is? Do you, do you, you know, who's Speaker of the House? Just things like that. Designed to show just how out of the loop a lot of people are. And it's nothing different than what Jimmy Kimmel does. He sends uh, a reporter out on the street. And they'll ask people questions. 
He does those types of bits all the time. I watched Jesse Waters go to a um, Megadeth concert. And he asked all these young people questions about Bernie Sanders and, you know, free college. And then he would ask them a question, then it would cut to like a video screen of a movie. Rather, it was Goodfellas or Casino or something like that. It'd be a funny part from there. So somebody would... He would say, hey, do you know, uh, do you want co- free college? And the kid would go, uh, yeah, uh, sure. And then it would cut to a, a video clip of somebody screaming, bah, our youth, I, whatever. But it's comedy. It's edgy. So he did a bit that the Daily Beast, Andrew Carell, said was blatantly racist and it mocked Asian people. And Jesse Waters went to Chinatown in New York City. To ask them questions, whether it was about politics or things of that nature. But he also would ask some do they do karate? If he was supposed to bow to say hello. He asked somewhere he could buy some homeopathic herbs for performance. And then, of course, they had the song by Carl Douglas, Kung Fu Fighting, playing. And that riff was in the background. And according to Andrew Carell, remember, this is the left. It's all right for them to make jokes. I mean, have you ever seen an Amy Schumer concert? Have you ever seen a Louis C.K. concert? Seriously, have you have you ever have you ever listened to Amy Schumer who goes and walks with Democrats and talks about gun violence and she talks about being raped by Mexicans. And I guarantee you you could find about 25 articles in the Daily Beast or all the other um, outlets praising Amy Schumer. Lena Dunham. Again, they all have done really, 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 really edgy stuff. Saturday Night Live does edgy stuff. Hell, have you ever seen Fresh Off the Boat? Think about Andrew Carell is bitching about a Jesse Waters bit on Bill O'Reilly's show. And ABC has a comedy called Fresh Off the Boat. 
the name itself is racist and mocks Asian people. Fresh off the boat, fob. That's what it's called, a fob. That's why I say the left has balls bigger than the earth. I, I, I seriously. I mean, racist humor playing on stereotypes. I don't know how many Bill O or uh, Bill O, uh, Bill Maher TV shows have racist humor and play off of stereotypes. I would say at least. You know, I bet you. Every single episode has at least one or two racist or stereotype style bits where he does a new rules or some other type of joke that plays off of stereotypes or what Andrew Corral would deem racist. But FOB on ABC does nothing but play on stereotypes from being from Asians being bad drivers to Asians being good at math. They did a whole episode. When the show first started, they did an entire episode. About the one kid not doing good in math. And the entire family was upset because that's what they're good at. Math. And Andrew Corral says this bit was funny in the way blackface is funny. And that what was going on was humor to dehumanize minorities. And he said the reaction was swift and universally angry across all digital news outlets. Digital, the internet. That's what he's saying. Across the internet. All of the liberal, hipster, douchebag outlets. That's what it was. That That's what this little scumbag from the Daily Beast is saying. There was universal anger across all the other hipster, douchebag, liberal websites. In one conservative site. They found one conservative site. The Federalist. Yes, the Federalist. Who who are a bunch of cucks. Okay? 
They're a bunch of cocks. Bunch of cocks. All right. They are. They're a bunch of cocks. And Andrew Corral says the Federalist. They even called Waters a jackass and a jerk. Literally, the only thing that was funny in this entire ordeal is when Jesse Waters attempted to excuse himself by calling himself a political humorist. As a political humorist, the Chinatown segment was intended to be a light piece. As all Waters World segments are, he wrote, hours after the video blew up. My man-on-the-street interviews are meant to be taken as a tongue-in-cheek, and I regret if anyone found offense. And Carell says, undoubtedly this is a Fox PR-driven effort to get a non-apology out there and move on. And of course, he'll get off with a slap on the wrist. At worst, his segment will go through his next segment will go through several layers of approval from second floor executives for the next few months. And so Jesse Waters will always win, and he will continue to rise at Fox News because he's an evil jock from the '80s comedy. And if you take a look at Andrew Corral. You'll see that Andrew Corral fits exactly what I've always said about these liberal hipster douchebags. And just by him calling Jesse Waters an evil jock proves my point that Andrew Corral was a loser geek outcast comic book nerd who couldn't get any girls couldn't get any friends couldn't get arrested if he murdered somebody in front of a cop when he was a young kid he was a loser and he got into being a journalist because he could get back at Everybody who was mean to him. He could sit in his basement, his mommy and daddy's basement. And he could write articles. And say, you mean, mean jock. I don't like you. You're mean. And that's exactly what he did. He wrote an article calling Jesse Waters an evil jock. Ignoring that show after show after show on the left does things far, far, far more worse Far more racist, far more stereotypical humor than any four-minute Jesse Waters segment. But because when Andrew Corral looks at Jesse Waters... He sees the evil jock from high school that used to pick on Andrew. That used to bully Andrew. 
And when Andrew would go up to the girl, the pretty girl, and say, Hi, Jessica. I was wondering if if you would like to go to the prom with me. And that, that pretty girl, Jessica, goes, Uh, Andrew, you are like the biggest loser. All you do is sit in the back and read comic books and ejaculate in your own pants. You're a loser. I'm going to the prom with Jesse. And then Andrew runs and cries. <laughs> and then Andrew goes, I'm going to I'm going to get back at you. I'm going to one day I'm going to be important. One day you're going to know the name Andrew Carell. One day. So basically Andrew Carell could have went two paths. He could have became a serial killer. He he could have he could have been a serial killer or he could have been a journalist. So, thankful for um, young college girls at UC Santa Barbara, Andrew Carell decided not to drive his car and mow down young college girls. Instead, he decided to write articles for the Daily Beast at a hundred bucks a pop. And write articles about the best Bruce Springsteen song you've never heard. Or Fox News packed with pervs. I'm just looking through these this Deepak Chopra Trump is mentally retarded Racists love Trump's war on judge The Avit brothers get real about divorce I mean, you can't get more dweeby, more just pathetic than Andrew Carroll. It's the real loser. A real keyboard warrior. Except that he posts his name and his dweeby picture. I mean, just even saying, and he'll get off with a slap on the wrist. I mean, it's so 1980s Revenge of the Nerds. They destroyed our house. They destroyed our house. Well, let's go to the dean. What's the matter? We're going to go to the dean. And at the end of the day, they're all just going to get off with a slap on the wrist. And and our house is going to be destroyed. Andrew Corral. Jesse Waters will get off with a slap on the wrist. And so Jesse Waters will always win. And he'll continue to rise at Fox News. <laughs> Listen to this just basement dwelling keyboard warrior a-hole, man.
Like I said, this is... Listen, I... Unless... I don't necessarily believe all the polls. Because the, the, the polls are so wacky. They really are. But if you go by the real clear, uh, you know, political average that has Hillary Clinton up by two or three points, guys, unless they're not polling people, and, and the left says this is, this no, this is not, this, you know, th- there is no people that aren't being polled. There is no people that are going to be first-time voters. That is BS. They are polling people that are going to vote. There's not going to be this surge of millions of people that they've not polled that are all going to tip the scales. The left is convinced of this. And I'm saying unless, unless somehow we prove them wrong, because remember, all these polls are done by Landline, I mean, who the hell has a landline? This was conducted by phone. Landline and cell phone over a span of five days. This sampling of 675 people. Listen, out of the 675 people, anybody that had the landline, I would disqualify right out of the gate. Who the hell has a landline anymore? Who the hell has a landline? But, unless we prove them wrong, my friends, we are going to be drowning in Andrew Carrells for the rest of our lives. Seriously. Because if we don't win this, we're not going to win it in four years. Because ultimately, Hillary's probably going to die in a year or two or she'll be impeached and Mr. Feminine himself Tim Kaine will become the president and forget about it look how much the country has transformed with the help of the media in the last seven and a half years. We are a completely different country. We are a completely different, um, you know, media uh, outlet. We are completely different in the last seven and a half years. The media and Obama have completely changed this country. If Hillary Clinton wins, what do you think is going to happen in four? What do you think is going to happen in four? We are going to be drowning in people like Andrew Carroll for the rest of our lives. For Daily Beast reporters that go, Jesse Waters always wins. The frat boy jock who used to pick on me and shove me in a locker. Why will Jesse always win? Well, for starters, Fox News right-wing commentarists. Right, see how he's at Fox News right-wing. Well, CNN is left-wing. The Daily Beast is left-wing. NBC is left wing. It's like liberals will not admit that. It feeds their own righteous indignation, giving them material for more segments about how Fox News is under assault from, as O'Reilly frequently described it, the loony far left. But we are. After all, as Waters' shameless non-apology and proud Trump shilling suggests, it's your own fault for being offended by his brilliant wit. Well, what do you guys say when anybody on the right is offended by Bill Maher? 
Like I said, Andrew Carell's have no answer for that because they think and feel that whatever Bill Maher, whatever the political humorists on the left say, isn't offensive because it's the truth. And anything that's the truth can't be offensive. That's where the term truth hurts was originated from. So, as far as Andrew Carell's concern, anything anyone on the left says, as far as political humor, doesn't hurt anybody because it's all truth. See how it works? To be sure, the internet's outrage, mills often cry wolf about various offenses. Further providing people like Waters with a sense of accomplishment when they swat the hornet's nest. And the high-fiving, self-congladiatory cocoon of Fox News. Where anti-PC culture segments routinely air on its leading gab fests. Waters is just a dude with another notch in his belt. Despite having about as much charisma as a frat bro villain from the early 80s comedies. And literally smirking his way through every asinine word he says on air. Waters has risen up the ranks from O'Reilly top ambush reporter to occasional co-host of The Five. The outnumbered to his own monthly weekend show. Waters has been something of a perpetual hate monger. One of his shining moments was coining the phrase Beyonce voters to mock single women who support Obama because they depend on government because they're not depending on their husbands. The list of egregious on-air behavior goes on and on. This is because Fox News has historically rewarded cheap, often ugly bullshit. Take, for example, the meteoric rise of fellow race-baiting clown Eric Bowling. Plucked from Wall Street to give trading analysis for Fox Business, Bowling has used his platform to, among many things, become the network's earliest birther and routinely say terrible things about women and Muslims and black people. One of his most controversial moments was when he proclaimed after President Obama met with uh, Gabonese president that it's not the first time he's had a hoodlum in the hisos, referring to rapper Common's appearance at the prior event. So what's all with the hoods in the hizzy? Well, so what was wrong with that? That's a fact. See what I'm saying? See see how liberals act? See see what their their outrage is? See see how <sighs> earlier that same year Bowling said Obama was too busy chugging forties to visit uh, tornado ravaged Missouri. So how is that any more offensive than calling People Nazis. I, I again go watch Bill Maher. Put on any episode of Bill Maher. Any episode of Bill Maher. And listen to the things that Bill Maher says. Listen to Trevor Noah. All of these guys, all of these guys say outrageous things. But you don't hear a peep. You don't hear a peep 
from Andrew Carroll. Not a peep. Not a peep. Not a peep. Not a peep. Somehow that is more offensive, chugging 40s, than anything that Bill Maher has said about Republicans or Saturday Night Live has said about Republicans. That came early in Bowling's TV career. The unbashed Trumpkin now hosts two prominent Fox News shows and occasionally has the honor of filling in the ratings leader of Bill O'Reilly. The bottom line, however, is that Waters is among the protected class of Fox News because he's O'Reilly's right-hand man. Again, you see? The jock! The jock gets away with everything! He gets away with everything because he's the quarterback of the football team and I'm just a nobody that sits in the back of the classroom and picks my nose and eats my boogers. Your typical douchebag liberal. Little comic book reading, booger eating liberal. He's just mad. They're just mean to me. But fear not, like most villainous jocks from high school. One day, one day after Fox's megastar leaves for greener pastures, Bill O'Reilly finally retires. And Waters, Waters will be left seated at the hometown bar of basic cable, reminiscing about the glory days, be humming how he will never get such a prominent gig again in his life. Unless, of course, Trump TV becomes reality. (laughs) He's... (laughs) What a jealous, just a jealous, spiteful turd Andrew Carell is. He's protected, and one day Bill O'Reilly's going to retire, and that's going to be it. While this jerk-off writes articles for Chelsea Clinton. Remember, the Daily Beast is owned by a company... That, A, owns hookup sites. Tinder is owned by the company that owns the Daily Beast. Okay? And that company has Chelsea Clinton as one of its presidents. Another liberal. Big balls, Andrew Corral. Big balls. Big jealous balls. Because he's a dopey loser. Sitting in his mommy and daddy's basement writing articles for a hundred bucks. While the jock... While the jock is on the number one rated program. That jock who got all the girls... And he got all the all the, the, the good grade. He got everything while Andrew got nothing except a handful of boogers. Another dopey loser liberal who paints this picture that Fox News does all this 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 horrible and evil and mean not humor. Just mean, meany, mean stuff. But yet, everything on the left isn't humor because it's true. And it's not hurtful because the truth hurts.
everything that the great Bill Maher and Trevor Noah and John Oliver. Have you ever watched John Oliver's show? John Oliver does nothing but spew hate for Republicans. He despises everything and everybody on the right. But according to Andrew Corral, nothing that comes out of the mouths of these political humorists on the left is offensive or rude or racist or feeds into stereotypes because everything they say is true and honest and if you can't take truth and honesty well shame on you just shame on you another hip another liberal hipster douchebag Andrew Carrill keeping the keyboard warrior party in good standing with Ashman Mashman the Asian design major douchebags Rob Zakari it's a Rob Zakari show we're out of here guys it's 9:24 p.m. I got to sign off I got to go check on my grandparents see if my dad's prediction is correct cuz he did say they're gonna die. <laughs> I know that's wrong to laugh at. But my daddy said my grandparents are gonna die. Why? Because they will not leave. They're hunkering down. And my grandfather said he's going down with the house if it should go. Dad said, you got to leave. Well, you guys got to leave. Leave. Go to a hotel. Just leave. No. We're staying. And my dad said, they're going to die. <laughs> so, listen, we'll give you an update if my grandparents died uh, tomorrow. It's the Rob Zakari Show. Don't forget, follow us at com. Go to... Uh, our Twitter, go to iTunes, go to iHeartRadio. Just go everywhere, okay? Go everywhere. It's the Rob Zakari Show. You guys are the best fans in the world. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Be safe. If you're listening to us from Florida and you haven't evacuated, get out. Get out. See you guys then. <laughs>